the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back in. Jack Windsor here, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. And I'm going to welcome a guest here in just a moment. But first, I want to direct you, if you're listening and you're in front of your computer, if you get on Facebook, type in Jack Windsor. That's me standing there with my arms crossed in a black and white photo. Uh, Go to that profile. Go down uh, to a post from 18 hours ago. It it reads, Larissa Johnson posted this video. And it, it is a lesson in being mindful of your surroundings. And um, <clears throat> I posted a video that my understanding was shot on January 6th. I thought it was shot on you know, like January 14th. But, um, I, and I want to give a disclaimer here. What you see is what you see. And my understanding is the participants involved, there are two girls that are sitting uh, playing a video game. And it kind of seems like a, I don't know, like a shoot 'em up type of, maybe spaceship or some type of video game. Uh, Nonetheless, they are approached by two people and they both seem, seem to be male or appear to be male. One is uh, seems to be an older guy with maybe a a hat, a winter hat on. And the other one, to be real frank, just it, it looks like a, a a dude who is, um, I don't know, maybe dressed up as a woman or attempting to look like a woman. And what you see is uh, is really unnerving. So I'm going to bring him in right now, and we're going to kind of go through this video. I know that you can't see it, but we'll kind of talk to you about what's in it and why it's important. And uh, I'm going to bring on Sean Chitwood. He's the owner of Team Chitwood Martial Arts. He's been in law enforcement since 1995, former lead law enforcement instructor for OPADA, which I believe is the Ohio Peace Officer Training Academy for 10 years. And he's a personal safety consultant. Sean Chitwood, welcome to the Bruce Willis Show. How are you this afternoon, man? Good. How are you doing, Jack? Good to talk to you. Super fantastic. Thanks for being with us. Um, so first of all, you had a chance to see the video uh, that, I'm, that I'm talking about, correct? Uh, that's correct. And it actually occurred uh, right here in our neck of the woods up in, uh, I think it was Ontario, Ohio, which is the Mansfield area. Yes. And my understanding is that there are two girls, and I don't know how old they are. Now, I'm assuming they're teenagers. They're sitting playing a video game. And... Uh, the the girl, the one girl, thank God, it appears has her phone recording the event. And what I see is a gentleman standing behind them because there's the glass in the back of the video game. It's almost like they're sitting in a car or a space or something. And he, he mm-hmm. comes around and startles this girl so much that she kind of falls over. And then, you know, turns and feet are like facing the door. And what I see is him lean in and touch her leg. And then right. – say something there's another uh, what appears to be a male maybe masquerading as a female standing behind them at that point um so take us through what you saw uh and then maybe what you saw as someone who is an expert in self-defense 
Yeah. Well, first of all, it was, it was quite disturbing. You know, it, 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 it's always disturbing to see those things. And then especially when it's home to your community and it just proves to us that it, no community is safe from activities by predators like this. Right. Uh, you know, what I see in the suspects uh, is predatory observation. And is it uncommon for an adult waiting for a movie to walk by a video game that space playing and watch? No, we've all done that, right? Right. But I'm talking about ac- excessive, abnormal attention being paid where it shouldn't be. And that was clearly the case. They're observing the game. They're observing uh, the girls. This, this is what we see in predatory behavior that then – after excessive abnormal attention, it's followed by boundary setting, and we saw that in the video. <clears throat> the first was the bound, the, testing the boundaries of space where he put his head in there. Yep. And, and, and the reason why predators do this is to test reaction, to see how you react to it, right? They're hoping for a not negative reaction. Of course, you see the girl, it startled her because she wasn't yep. paying attention. Yep. Uh, this The second test uh, was that of communication. Hey, do you girls like to read? is to try to drum up some sort of conversation, almost like a salesman. We ask questions to control conversations. You know this from being uh, a savage reporter that you are. (laughs) Um, And then the fourth thing, and and I don't know, did you catch it, Jack? I watched that video probably as an expert on on use of force. I'm trained to watch use of force videos over and over and over and over and over to become numb to them so you could start seeing the minute detail. I watched that so many times. Did you notice? And it was very difficult because the girl's camera was close to the speaker. But did you notice what was said? The fourth, the fourth thing was the ask. He said something to the effect, "I'm looking to caress your leg." What? So the gentleman that was reaching, and I use that word loosely, the, uh, the, the man that mm-hmm. was leaning in, who had his head in, who had already kind of tried to touch. Apparently, according yep. to one of the parents, had touched her arm to begin with. That startled her back. And so then you're saying he said, I'm looking to caress your leg. Is that what he, is that what you heard? Yeah, if you watch the video, wow. he actually stuck his head out. He walked to the other side, turned the audio way up because you can hear him say, I want to or I'm looking to caress your leg. Oh, my gosh. So uh. th- this is this is the predatory behavior pattern. It's ex- excessive attention followed by uh, testing the boundaries engaging in conversation, and then ultimately the ask. And sometimes the ask isn't an ask, it's a do. But this is, this is common amongst all predators, and this is clearly a predatorial situation. So I'm going to let you say that. I'm not going to say that because being in the news business, I have to be careful. If these folks are ever brought mm-hmm. in for questioning, I can't say, hey, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. But that's why I brought you on. As the dad of school-aged children, uh, my stomach turned, and I got angry. The more I watched this video, right. the angrier I got. And so what you're seeing, I'm hearing, is is kind of following uh, this path. Now, a couple of questions, and if we need to go into the next segment, by the way, I, I, I may want to keep you on if you can do that. But That's fine. Uh, so a little bit more information. You're saying that this is consistent with predatory behavior, and I want to get into what someone should do in this scenario. But before I do that, i got to tell you this. So I'm literally at the gas station this morning on my way into the studio. And I overhear two people in our neck of the woods talking about this video. And I said, well, what did you, what did you see? And the one lady said, well, I actually run a subway and I run a subway where we have an an employee that is a teenage girl and someone else came in, not these same guys and said, Hey, do you like to read? And then proceeded to get her address, name and phone number. Startles me. So to your point, sending a book, sending a book. Wow. 
So this appears to be something that's going on, not just in this singular situation. So that makes this question even more important. What should someone do in this scenario? Well, obviously, situational awareness is, you know, paramount. You know, we become so comfortable in our our daily interactions and in our community that we we tend to let our guard down, right? We don't have to walk around angry and mean all the time, but we certainly have to have situational awareness when we're we're you know in a situation by which it could go south, right? Uh, you know, for these girls, it's tough. They're teenagers. They're focused on the game, but perhaps not focused on the game, especially after that first contact is made. I mean, to these girls, they might have spent a dollar or two dollars, which might be a lot of money to them. Like, I want to finish this game. But the first time that that guy reached in there and violated her by touching her, the game should have been over. They should have got up and went and talked to somebody in charge at that theater, a manager behind the counter, or at those theaters, they have uh, Ontario police officers that are there. Um, They, you know, clearly they they weren't comfortable. But, you know, just having that situational awareness to know that, my space has been violated. I need to yep. stop what I'm doing right now. It, one thing I want to say here, Jack, is one thing that we often see in society, and I know you have a daughter, is that females are often led to believe that, that they need to fulfill the stereotype, that they need to be polite, nice little girls. Yeah, That is absolute nonsense. When yep. somebody does that in that video, reaches in and touches you, you do not know them. You turn into an absolute monster. You cause a scene, you get vocal, and you go tell. I'm glad you said that because that would be my response. Hey, we've got about 30 seconds here. Can I keep you on the other side of the break? I want to talk about some other things that we may want to do, and I'll prep you with this. What did the girls do right in this situation? And um, uh, how long – well, let's just start there. We'll cover that on the other side of this break. Can you stick? I can. Okay. here for you. Excellent. So I am talking with Sean Chitwood, owner of Team Chitwood Martial Arts, law enforcement uh, since 1995, former lead law enforcement instructor at Opata for 10 years, and he's a personal safety consultant, and uh, he's he's a bad dude in jiu-jitsu, I'll tell you that. Uh, more from him on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Hey, we're rounding third and heading home, and uh, I'm going to get right back to the phone line because we're on limited time. And if you're not able to follow along or view the video that we're talking about, that's okay because the fundamentals are there. And I think you can envision in your mind what we're talking about. There is a video shot of two girls in a video game that seem to be uh, observed and in, in what our guest would call a predatory observation. And um, we're talking about how to know based on your surroundings when you might be in trouble and what you should do. And so... Uh, we're joined by Sean Chitwood, owner of Team Chitwood Martial Arts, been in law enforcement since 95, former lead law enforcement instructor at Opata for 10 years, and he's a personal safety consultant. He said, I saw predatory observation and boundary testing. First, uh, somebody stuck, the guy stuck his head in uh, to test the space boundaries and then the communication part. Um, and then the third was kind of this um, distraction. Do you girls like to read? And, um, you know, Sean, you said, Listen, if you're in that situation, and particularly if you're female, but anyone in that situation, don't don't be calm. Like, draw attention. Be loud. But let me ask you this. What did the girls do right, in your opinion, before we, before we move on to the next question? Well, by happenstance, she was recording, right? We wouldn't even be having this conversation probably if 
she wasn't recording them playing the video game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, in this day and age where the social media and filming is quite common, that actually was one of the things that they did right was have that. But there's also safety in numbers. You know, when we're when we're when I'm consulting for girl, high school girls and girls going off to college and when they're going to new events and new parties and new things is to be in numbers because generally there's safety in numbers. And, it, and, I, and I think it worked towards those girls' advantage that, you know, should this situation have gone south, there was more than one girl there, ultimately being three, that these two adults would have had to contend with. So those are the first two things that stand out in my mind is the fact that it was recorded and the fact that there was safety in numbers. They were, they were friends. And uh, just to bring our listeners up to speed, there was one person who was kind of doing the boundary testing and talking and it appeared to me, and I can't, I can't tell. It appeared to me there was a second person who was also observing um, that, that uh, I mean, this could have gone, it did go South. First of all, I, I, there was a, to me, there was a space violation and bodily autonomy violation. Um, but, what if this becomes abduction, Sean? What happens then? Yeah, you know that's tough. You know when you we we train in our facilities children as young as four years old how to deal with abductors, right? Very scary topic, but we do it in a a fun, nurturing way way at our facilities, and it's the same across the board. Whether you're four years old or you're a young adult uh, female, is if you can't break away from that grip or that abduction attempt, the best thing you can do is get your body weight to the ground. Mm-hmm. Once you get your body weight to the ground, because now you're difficult to move, right? If you're on your feet and, and I'm pulling you and you weigh 110 pounds and I'm 185 pounds and I'm stronger, I'm going to eventually get you towards where I'm going. But if you get your body weight to the ground and become more dead weight and use the friction of the ground to your side uh, and then begin to kick and fight and then vocalize, you want to cause a scene. You know, there's all these arguments over, do we yell fire? Do we yell this? Do we, we teach children to scream, not help, not no, because we see kids upset at the mall because they didn't get a toy and they're yelling no, is to yell like, no stranger, stranger. Let anybody know within earshot, I don't know this person. No stranger, stranger. So to, to cause that scene, and when that happens, Jack, we know that statistically the longer that an abduction attempt takes, the greater chance of that attempt being unsuccessful. So if you can do nothing, like if you, if you can't, you know, fight this person, if you can get to the ground and you can vocalize and make time go by, your chances of successfully going home greatly increase. So you saw predatory observation, boundary testing, first by uh, the one gentleman testing the space. Second, um, he's communicating. Third, he's going, hey, do you girls like to read? And that's really just kind of, I guess, trying to figure out, like, are, is there any type of engagement here? Um, how quickly do you think this could have turned? And, and I, I can't speculate on this, but you're seeing all of these patterns. What would the next thing have been in your mind? Would it have been a forced, like, I'm going to try to pull these girls out of here? Yeah, my guess is that, you know, unfortunately, you know, th- this has occurred and we have, you know, case studies where, where, where very similar things have occurred. My guess is it probably wouldn't have been a forced abduction because of where it was. It was mm-hmm. in a relatively public setting. However, had the conversation gone by way that the uh, attempted abductor would have liked with engagement and, hey, can I get you? address or, you know, I might have some books over here that I can give you right now. Would you like to follow me to my car? Mm. That that could have, and again, this is 100% speculation, been abduction uh, off-site. So 
out of that lobby, maybe out in the parking lot next to a vehicle, and so on and so forth. But that's why they boundary test. They want to see, can I think enough hooks in to get them to a secondary location where it is safer for me as a predator to not be seen? So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, let's assume, and one, because the, the one girl, she did, she did react and she reacted negatively because she was, he, I believe the gentleman touched her arm um, or the guy, I'm not going to call him gentleman anymore. The guy touched her arm. What if, and what do you teach if, so, you, so you're a minor or anyone in that situation and no, you haven't, there hasn't been an abduction attempt, but just the alarm bells are going off, right? The red flags are going up. You're like, this person's invading my space. Now they're trying to engage me in conversation. What is a good first step? Because there are some people who are like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I'm overreacting. I don't want to cause a scene. What is, Before abduction, what is the right thing to do in that situation? Yeah, and actually it's verbalization, right? One of the things we teach young ladies is to give a clear command and ask a very important question. So it would be stop. What do you want? So it's mm. a clear indication of you need to stop what you're doing and then the question of what do you want right now oftentimes we don't like the answer to that question well i want to abduct you or i want to touch your leg but it gets it out there in the open so that i as the individual in that scenario know exactly what i'm dealing with and there's no speculation it could be oh i'm sorry i I was reaching in to grab a dollar that i left in the machine you see what i'm saying so it opens that, that 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 conversation up immediately but it gives those clear defined Stop. What do you want? And that's one of the things that we train these young ladies to do because verbalization comes uh, before hopefully any physical altercation. So uh, I I want folks to know where they can find out more about um, how they could train self-defense and other such Mm -hmm. things. But before we get there, maybe just spend 30 seconds. You're in law enforcement. Is there enough in this video that you look at it and you go, yeah, we need to talk to the folks that are involved here? Um, this happened in the, 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 the county at which I'm a special deputy with, and I do know uh, that the agency that this happened is, is looking into it. Okay. Um, I cer- they certainly want to have conversations with um, those individuals because you just can't go around touching minors. Amen. So I have to leave it at that, but yep. I, I know that there's an ongoing investigation. On well, th- that, that makes me feel better <laughs> because, again, as a father, and I know you're a dad too, I watch that and I just – I get angry. And so – I'm glad that there's an investigation, or you didn't say that, but there's looking into it. So let me ask you, where can our listeners find out more about self-defense? Where can they find you? Yeah, you can learn more about us at Team Chitwood, my last name, C as in cat, H-I-T-W-O-O-D. That's teamchitwood.com. There's a lot of great facilities to train in the greater Columbus and the listening area of 98.9. You're welcome to reach out to me through our contact page, and uh, we'd love to have you come in. And if we're not the closest, best location to you, I'd be happy to point you in the right direction and help you out best I can. Awesome. Sean Chitwood, owner at Team Chitwood Martial Arts. Thank you for joining us today, brother. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Hey, and thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce, and uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we're going to finish up on this Molly Ball story about the cabal. But uh, Sean Chitwood breaking it down, providing really critical information. Listen to this segment. Share it with your friends because it's important. It could save a life. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.